0: All right, you may not know this about me, but every morning before I drink my daily coffee, I actually drink electrolytes first. There's two reasons I do this. One, your body is naturally dehydrated from the previous night's sleep and is craving hydration. And two, coffee actually dehydrates you, even though it is technically a liquid. So rule of thumb, hydrate before you caffeinate. I personally use Element Electrolytes in my morning routine. It's literally the first thing I drink every single morning. I stick to their raw unflavored version, which contains no sugar, no flavorings, no coloring, and no fillers. It contains a science-backed electrolyte ratio of salt, magnesium, and potassium. And their unflavored version has only those three ingredients. Element is by far the cleanest electrolyte drink I've found on the market, and I've been looking for a while. Other electrolyte drink mixes have added sugar, maltodextrin, dextrose, gums, and even added oils. Electrolytes are essential for our body to function, so you want to not only make sure you are getting them in your body, but you are getting the best kind. There's also research to back that when you keep hydrated, there are lower risks of anxiety and depression in individuals. So whether you just finished a workout, sauna session, or just waking up in the morning, Element is formulated to help anyone with their electrolyte needs and is perfectly suited for those following a keto, low-carb, vegan, or paleo diet. Right now, Element is offering my listeners a free sample pack with any purchase – That's eight single serving packs free with any Element order. To get eight free packs, you must go to d-r-i-n-k-l-m-n-t.com slash digest to get this offer. Element also has a no questions asked refund policy. So you can try it totally risk-free. If you don't like it, they will give you your money back, no questions asked. You have nothing to lose. So go to drinklmnt.com slash digest to get this amazing offer. I'll also leave that link in today's show notes so you can easily scroll down and order with just one easy tap. In this week's Bite of Knowledge, I'm reviewing some of the most popular protein bars on the market, as well as some not so popular bars you'll want to know about. This is part one of two, and next week we will be doing part two. This topic was a bit longer than my usual bites of knowledge, so I broke it up into two parts. I'm sharing what bars you should stay away from and why, as well as the bars I approve of and would even eat myself. Now, I am just sharing the facts and it's up to you to decide whether you want to consume them regardless of my own opinion. Of course, I could not cover all the protein bars on the market because there are just way too many and there seems like new bars are coming out every month, right? So make sure to save this episode so you can reference back to it when you need it in the grocery store and share it with your protein bar junkie friends. All right, let's get right into it. First up, Go Macro. This is a plant-based protein bar containing just 10 grams of protein per bar. To me, the protein content is a little low if you're going to call it a protein bar, especially since there are 270 calories providing only 10 grams. Two eggs provide 12 grams of protein and just 140 calories, so you might as well just eat two eggs. When choosing a protein bar, you should try and aim for at least 15 grams of protein. Otherwise, it's just a snack bar with a little bit of protein if you ask me. Go Macro's ingredient list is quite a sugar bomb as well. The very first ingredient is brown rice syrup. AKA liquid sugar and their newest flavor salted caramel chocolate chip contains two additional forms of sugar, which is organic maple sugar and organic coconut sugar, as well as natural flavors. And if you don't know about natural flavors, I have an entire blog post on my website, littlesupper.com about what they really consist of. In short, There can be up to 50 different ingredients that make up a single natural flavor, but the FDA does not require companies to list those ingredients that make up these so-called natural flavors. That's just one reason why I stay away from them. Orgain is another plant-based protein bar coming in at 10 grams of protein. This may be organic, However, just because it's organic doesn't mean the ingredients will be free from natural flavors, lectins, and fake sugars. Organ protein bars contain all those and the zero calorie sweetener they use is erythritol of which I've talked all about on my Instagram and website as well. Erythritol is one of the worst sweeteners you can consume regardless if you have stomach issues or not. The production of this sweetener was first observed in yeasts and yeast like fungi. And if you're not already convinced to stay away from this, researchers at Drexel University were pursuing a patent on erythritol as an insecticide and are continuing to study its effectiveness. <laughs> Uh, Organ protein bars also contain additional sweeteners such as tapioca syrup as well as cane sugar. Now, I beg to question if these are protein bars or candy bars with the amount of sweetness in them. Ever heard of Papa Steve's? This company may not be well known, but they have a variety of raw vegan whey protein and paleo bars. Papa Steves gets their ingredients the day before production so that everything is as fresh as possible. Most ingredients are locally sourced and organic and everything is handmade and shipped from Southern California. In their raw vegan dark chocolate coconut bar specifically, the ingredients are raw organic coconut, organic dates, pea protein, raw hemp seeds, 100% organic certified raw cacao, raw pumpkin seeds, tapioca fiber, chia seeds, organic coconut oil, organic coconut palm nectar, and organic vanilla bean. The only ingredient I'm hesitant on is the tapioca fiber as added fiber to foods that don't naturally have fiber in them can cause imbalances. But I really like the other ingredients and the fact that they don't use fake sweeteners or natural flavorings. Each flavor of bar is different. So do your due diligence and check each flavor yourself and each will vary. There's about 300 calories in these bars and the protein content is around 16 grams each. Lara bars. Okay, so I know these are not technically protein bars, but I wanted to give them a little mention because I just love them and the simplicity of their bars, their original line of bars, that is. It's not to be confused with, they have another line. But if you look at the original line, uh, the ingredients are just so minimalistic with some only containing just two ingredients. Uh, the protein content is little to none. But if you are looking for just a yummy snack bar on the go, these are a win. It's good to note, however, they are not organic, Uh, but if you want a flavor recommendation, I love their cashew cookie and coconut cream pie. Now, I'm sure you've heard of Kind Bars. This brand has a line of protein bars specifically, Uh, and when I say protein bars, I say that lightly. Just 12 grams of protein in a 240-calorie bar Again, two eggs will give you the same amount of protein with half the calories and zero carbs. The marketing that goes into these bars is ridiculous. On their website, they highlight the facts that are zero trans fat, gluten-free, good source of fiber, good source of protein, kosher, low glycemic index, low sodium, and non-GMO. So what are the actual ingredients in these bars? Well, the third ingredient after peanuts and almonds is glucose syrup, yum, (laughs) followed by soy protein isolate, honey, palm kernel oil, sugar, hickory root fiber, which wreaks havoc on the gut. I have an entire blog post about it on my website, just go to littlesipper.com and type in hickory root fiber to be informed of why you should avoid this ingredient at all costs. Um, But again, so those are just some of the ingredients in these bars Um, and they also contain natural flavors. Um, So the marketing promotes these bars using unsweetened chocolate in the ingredients, which is true, they do use unsweetened chocolate, But if you paid attention to the ingredients I just read, they add three different types of sugar in these bars. That's a way to say, hey, we use unsweetened chocolate in our bars, but then they fail to mention we also add glucose syrup, honey, and straight up sugar. Sneaky, huh? The famous Quest bars, or should I say infamous Quest bars? (laughs) I actually used to eat at least one a day, sometimes two a day back in my early 20s and thought they were so good for you. Uh, I also think these bars contributed to my gut issues. Uh, they, they were, of course, not the cause, but certainly were in the mix. There's also been lawsuits against the company The Quest Bar Nutrition Facts lawsuit is part of a class action lawsuit against the manufacturer of the bars and there have already been three other suits that were filed prior. In the most recent one, the plaintiffs are seeking compensation for the various health problems suffered by them, such as anemia, allergies, asthma, and other diseases caused by consuming these protein bars. Feel free to research this yourself as you will find several different lawsuits, including one that claimed the fiber content in the bars were not actually as high as labeled. But these lawsuits are besides my point. Have you ever looked at the ingredient list? Each bar is different per flavor, of course, but the base is all the same. Containing soluble corn fiber, erythritol, which I just spoke about, natural flavors, sunflower leptin, stevia, sucralose and a majority also contain polydextrose which is a zero calorie sweetener derived from glucose and a fake fiber that causes intestinal gas, bloating, stomach cramps and diarrhea. And keep in mind that soluble corn fiber is often derived from genetically modified crops. In fact, In 2010, it was estimated that about 86% of corn grown in the United States and Canada was genetically modified and that statistic is over 10 years old. So I can only imagine what it truly is today. And if all that information wasn't enough, I remember these bars giving me horrible headaches and leaving a film in my mouth they also made me crave them more and more, which is the artificial sweeteners in them that make you addicted to what, whatever they're in. Do I even have to tell you these are a hard pass for me? That concludes part one of two of my protein bar review and be sure to keep an eye out next week as we finish this series. And if you're not already following the show, be sure to do so so you don't miss the second part or any other of my upcoming episodes. Thanks for listening to this episode of Digest This. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review in your podcast app to let us know. If you're ever wondering how you can support me and this podcast, sharing it with your friends and family is the best way. This is a resonant media production produced by Drake Peterson and edited by Chris McCone. To email the show, message us at digestthispod at gmail.com. See you next time. The content of this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not a substitute for individual medical and mental health advice and does not constitute a provider-patient relationship. As always, talk to your doctor or health team first.